Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia. Um, welcome on this very bleak Monday, I say. Abhi aajkal kuch bhi, there is nothing uh, uh, very spectacular about this world anyways. But we are going to start, we are going to do, do it differently this time. We will talk about the bad news. We will talk about what's going on in the world. But I want to, go, I'll go ahead and start with the good news first after I introduce my panelists. So let me introduce my panelist, columnist, founder of the Shaktitva Project, uh, dear friend and Neha Srivastava. Hi Neha. Hi. Thank you for thank you so much for having me. I'm always uh, happy to be a part of my podcasts. Absolutely. And it's great to have you back. So I have to I said I'll start with the good a bit of good news, right? So the people that have recovered from the coronavirus, that number crossed 160,000 today. We have total 160,000 uh, 164,700-ish people by the time we were recording the podcast. So, you didn't tell the correct fingers. So, I must say... How dare you? <laughs> how dare I, yes. But, of course, the grim reality is that uh, there have been 37,600 people that have died, unfortunately, and more than 500,000 active cases. So, our prayers go out to all the people suffering, all the people who are helping them through the suffering, families, doctors, nurses. analysis karte hai. We are staying in our quarantine and stuff. But, uh, you know, hats off to them for what they are doing. But, um, but, but Neha, you uh, join us from an interesting uh, place. You join us from Ground Zero in America. Uh, of course. Unfortunately, that word is, is extremely dangerous in, in the city I live in. That, so, I know, I know. And that's why I was about to say, I was like, uh, I, I understand 19 years ago, this was used in a very different context. Trust me, I'm not yeah. using it in that. Co- but it is the epicenter of the coronavirus pandemic in uh, in United States. I mean, no doubt about that. Uh, New York City, especially in New Jersey, um, have been hit quite a bit. Uh, more than 40% of the cases are there in, in New York State alone. And if you add Jersey, I think that number is very close to 50%. But that number might change because a lot of lot more states are reporting cases now in the United States. And, and we can now co- say that United States, between US and Italy, there are, there's a difference of almost 50,000 cases now. So the most number of sort of patients will probably be found in United States unless we found out find out something else so um neha before i go into all yeah. the, I know, but I think that, uh, no I, I want to come to you first about new york give me your your sense of what you've seen in the last two weeks three weeks so um first of all like uh, we have to understand when, when we mentioned that new york like we are comparing numbers between italy and usa we need to be like a little cognizant of the fact that Italy is like a very very small part, a small uh, part. The population in Italy is much smaller than the population in USA. It's probably like uh, at least one sixth uh, of of USA's population. So we should be like there. We should probably talk about per capita numbers better. Would would give us a better sense rather than that I was going to come to later because no question yeah, the, yeah. The, and the fatality rate in Italy is significantly higher. It's almost ten percent. But um, I'm saying just in terms of New York City, what is it going through? So uh, this was this was has been an interesting journey for the past three weeks. Um, I was interestingly because of China and because uh, China is like literally next door to India. I was very scared way before this happened in uh, US in any uh, reasonable way. So I've been following the news updates and whatever. And the I I real I already by the time it the first case in New York was revealed, I already knew um, that you know I knew certain things that were happening. Number one was um, that you know the this is a brand new virus we don't know anything about it we don't know how to cure it then uh, the confirmation came about human to human transmission also um, and then we knew that it's not just um, it's not affecting only the host that has directly um, come, come in contact with the virus but also transmitting through uh, contact and then we learned that it was transmitting through aerosolized um, you know um, like it was it was uh, airborne as well mm. So all of those, inf- that information was making it even, the picture was becoming grimmer and grimmer. And then I learned that the first case was uh, found in Grand Central. 
Which is um, Grand Central happens to be the please yeah. elaborate. Grand Central happens to be the hub of all commute into New York and out of New York. You have not only the local uh, subway trains that pass through Grand Central, you also have Long Island Railroad, you have NJ Transit, and you have Amtrak trains going to different parts of the country. So all the possible train systems could, like you know, converge at Grand Central. It is grand for a reason. <laughs> um, incidentally, <laughs> it also happens to be the train station that I get off at for get off at for work. So I was like in full panic mode um, and in, I, by, the, by chance like I came back from uh, India in January so I was already sick like I had like an entire bout of flu uh, right after I came, came, up, came down so all of that combined I was like full panic mode. Uh, and I decided to work from home for a couple of days. Uh, my, my manager and like, company was very, very understanding. But I didn't see that sense of urgency, not just in like not my company, but in New York at all. Yeah. So the first case happened and I, I think like uh, roughly four or five days passed and no sense of urgency came from the administration or from uh, ordinary people. It was like, you know, it's a flu, maybe it's not true or it won't hurt us. I, I don't exactly know what was going on in their minds. Let me pause you there for one second, because I think you've raised yeah. a very important point that a lot of the narrative in the American media seems to be that, oh, the White House wasn't serious about it, which may be true, right? But neither was the governor of New York in the first week of when it could have been. Not even the mayor of New York. Forget the governor, like mayor of New York City. New York City is one of the busiest ports within the New York state and it connects to several uh, other states as well. Connecticut is very tightly connected. New Jersey is very tightly connected. So New York City is the hub um, of not just New York, but also the tri-state area. And nobody seemed as concerned, at least for a, at least for a week and a half. As if like people were... I don't know what people were expecting. Um, then you had this, uh, this was the first case in Grand Central. Then immediately we learned within three, four days, we learned that there was a super spreader um, living in Westchester who got the virus from Grand Central again. Uh, so he was a lawyer. Um, initially, people thought, oh, maybe he's an immigration lawyer. So he came in touch with contact with the you know, some people who had flown down or something. He was not an immigration lawyer, not, not that I know of. Uh, he incidentally contracted the disease, so it was community spread. He had not, he had no travel history, and then he spread it to all his family um, in Westchester. But he used to commute directly from uh, Grand Central, and that was the first super spreader case to the point that his children's schools were quarantined in Westchester. Yet Grand Central was happily, you know servicing all the people or millions and billions of people that pass through uh, pass through it every day at, at, at least like thousands of people yeah. at this point on a lighter note i wish i was i had the special effects of ekta kapoor's cameraman and would do like a three time because <laughs> people need to understand this like New York may just, you know, you know, put gaya and then everyone's like suddenly realize this. These are serious lapses. And whatever Democrats might want to say, oh, people need to invest in healthcare or something. Yes, but they might also have to invest in common sense. Yes, absolutely. No question there. In fact, like I remember recently I saw a tweet from Bill de Blasio from March 2nd. Not even like February, we're talking February timelines. In March 2nd, he is recommending that people should go out and have fun. And he's recommending a movie for people to watch in theaters. Oh. So this was the, I, I mean like this, I don't really know. Maybe it's like American exceptionalism that, you know, this won't touch us. Or what exactly is the psychological profile? I don't understand. There was another thing that kind of stuck out for me was that despite the number of cases, when the cases started growing at an alarming rate, even then, the administration was not sure whether they should shut down schools or not. Now, I am not like I completely and uh, I completely understand what the pros and cons of this debate were. Right? If you were a uh, if you were in a similar position, you would have to weigh the outcomes of the economy, uh, economic impact, as well as the fact that the uh, schools in New York are actually also double up as daycare centers. 
so daily wage laborers or people who have a daily uh, you know hourly basis jobs they uh, put their kids in daycare and only then a lot of people cannot work from home they are not as lucky exactly. as you and i are exactly and in fact like uh, it's not just about work from home either like the in, in fact even with work from home if the children are at home um <laughs> then it's hard to even work from home right yeah well so I mean, this <laughs> new york's uh, schools double up as daycare centers and so they were worried about that i completely get it like they were uh, you know hesitating in closing down schools but um i think the the cost the analysis to decide whether or not this is a like is this is a worthy investment took too long in my opinion uh, it should have been done much faster yeah. i agree with you and i think the the the, the main issue here is is threefold right first is could it have been prevented and you cannot say that are completely prevention ho sakta tha no but the scale could have been a lot lesser because right now honestly to somebody who's not in new york and you can correct me if i'm wrong it looks like new york is almost ram bharose right now that we're just hoping ha yeah. uh-huh. you know absolutely right in fact i recently shared a thread uh, on twitter and i was uh, you know i was getting inundated once once the first kanika kapoor case happened in india and the scare happened all okay. sorts of people are look at look at us look at us and i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> i am sitting in us and what are you talking about so i look i literally posted a picture outside my window um and there were around 50 cars parked in front of a shopping complex in after at least two weeks or one week after the lockdown was announced bill de blasio sorry uh, bill de blasio had no concept of you know he, he was very very lethargic on this matter uh, andrew cuomo by the time he made a, a decision and he actually new jersey uh, did a lockdown long before uh, new york did it mm. and um, the essential business shutdown happened in jersey city much far sooner than uh, it happened in new york and even when you did it in new york I incidentally wanted bit here that he somehow recognized liquor shops as essential businesses. <laughs> no. I I really don't understand the priorities here but okay sure. Um so they had like but the people I think an example of what happened in India today when we talk about India because Kerala mein kuch aisa hi aaj hua hai. So uh, uh finish your point Neha so yeah. Yeah so uh we had this uh, even after the lockdown was announced um there was very little awareness right? and very little understanding of what was going on um, and on top of that people were taking it too lightly i even read reports where people were organizing corona parties of all things yes this was this was like it it is like i think it's a mental disease so their younger youngsters uh, were organizing corona parties where not only where they were obviously not practicing any social distancing in fact they were cough, coughing at older people passing down the street so not only is that insensitive insane and completely ridiculous and, and tells you how i mean i saw clips of people in florida on spring week doing i mean on spring week doing nonsense and look at the state of miami right now miami yeah. might be one of the cities worst affected by a um, uh, thing out, outside the tri state area but i i was so to complete what i was saying so that's the first point the other two points about new york and jersey what struck me was that the complete sort of lack of um, understanding in the rest of america about what new york and jersey were going through when they were going through. because yes. you did not see that fear translating into um, the other parts of us and the third thing was um, sort of a um, um, you know wo lucky looking london talking tokyo wo jo hai na wo ho raha tha ki the statements in dc were doing one thing but the yeah. millers and local establishment were on a completely different tangent and yes that dichotomy is what you know sort of hit so when you have a complete lockdown being announced in india in spite of um, a lot fewer cases than america even if you count it by per million population because india has 1.4 times the population of the us um that was because they sort of knew that we don't want to get into this and in india it is going to once if it gets into tiers two cities and smaller cities it just gets very very hard to to maintain so but we are going to come to india later so 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 neha what do you like what do you reckon like what 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 went wrong um what's the way forward and is there a way forward 
I think at this point we have crossed that minimum threshold. We are not even at the peak at New York yet. And because this virus um, remains asymptomatic for two weeks, uh, probably a lot more people are infected than we even know. The only people that, that we are counting and, and testing are the ones who are showing some symptoms um, and the ones that are getting hospitalized. So there may be several people who are self-quarantining or who are not showing symptoms yet who may already be infected. Because again, see, the, this was a, a, there was a very nice graphic um, that was shown on, um, that was being shared on social media, where if you break the chain, um, the, the spread of the virus gets arrested by 50 to 60%. So if one person reaches out to 10 people every day, those 10 people infect another 10 people um, every day, right? right? So one carrier can quickly uh, spread around 400 people in five days. Wow. So that, and, this, and then also remember that in this entire five day period, none of them will be showing symptoms. So you have no idea that you've been infected, which is why social distancing early and quick and fast and almost at a ruthless pace was the only thing you could have possibly done to do prevention. At this point, we have crossed that. If you're talking about 100,000 cases, um, and these are 60,000 cases in New York that we know of, you can easily assume that at least that number is at least 100,000. Um, yes. uh, you look at the numbers, they are daily increasing by seven to 8,000 or six to 7,000. And if you extrapolate that in about seven days you're going to cross a hundred thousand cases and it's there's no and we have a lot of people are talking about testing um a lot of people are talking repeatedly about testing at, at, at this scale testing is irrelevant really what is testing achieving except except giving you the numbers it's not helping at all it's using the certain kit and it's taking up a lot of time and in fact uh, i read that uh, california and new york are considering not testing people um, uh, because uh, they have to save the kits uh, to test those who need it the most, which is the uh, healthcare workers, to make sure that they are protected. Because at this point, the spread has crossed the, that threshold where the numbers matter, right? We have, we have, and, and, and the I've slope heard, is out of that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard unconfirmed reports that in Texas too, there is lack of testing kits and stuff. I don't think the numbers yeah. you're seeing from Texas, I'm sitting in Texas, I know there is no, this is a, I mean, and I'm not saying they're reporting false numbers. I just don't think they haven't tested enough um, because there aren't very many tests. What is testing? But if you think from a uh, public health point, testing is not going to achieve anything anymore in US. Because the, and I, I hate to use this word, but it just made, makes for sexy headlines. That's it. Yeah, that's all. Because at this time, uh, we have crossed that threshold. If you look at the US chart, it is completely out of uh, control for every other than every other country. Um, another very important reason why I think New York was worst hit is because we have three airports, uh, Newark, JFK and LaGuardia, all of whom receive international flights. And those airports were the least controlled places ever. Oh, India started doing travel restrictions a lot sooner than New York even did. This came from India. I have seen, uh, and Houston wasn't that affected. So I, do, I won't expect that thing. But I have heard of people who have just come to India, just come from India in the last 10 days. And the checking is not where it's supposed to be. In fact, they were checked more when they were leaving India. And that is yes. incredible. And, and not just that, New York also has a lot of um, flights from Italy. So you had a lot of people coming in from Italy a lot of people coming in from China. So I don't know whether that's how it came, but obviously that's how, I mean, the spread, it didn't originate in New York. So it has to right. come from somewhere, right? And I think there's one more important point to discuss here. A lot, a lot of things that we, a lot of times when people think of New York and when they think of the West and they think of the state of the medicine, there is this, you know, subtle perception that, you know, everybody is rich, everybody has a lot of money, all the, you know, medical equipments are top of the line and everybody gets top class treatment versus wherever we are, we tend to, you know, look for, put those countries down because, and we compare the West as this epitome of um, success and technological development. So there has been this conception that this is an elite's disease. <laughs> I've seen that uh, phrase occur several, several, in several places uh, I across social yeah, yeah, they are the peace I nuts of social media and America, uh, American media. 
not just american media actually i'm seeing this phrase occurs in several different places in several different communities global peace sign where, <laughs> where people are assuming that um, you know this disease is only affecting those who can afford foreign travel um and therefore it is only hanging out in the so upper elite social strata and not affecting the poorer people yes. but if you look at the new york numbers the, the numbers tell a very different story um the let's assume even first of all this definition itself that people who are only rich can only uh, are the only ones who can afford foreign travel does not hold true for new york but because new york is a, a hub of immigrants and a lot of these immigrants save uh, you know money on a daily basis so that they can afford travel to their home country once a year um so that that idea that only the rich can afford foreign tra travel does not hold true for countries that are um heavy on immigrants especially in areas uh, where, where immigrant population is lot higher which is such as new york second thing is um let's assume for a second that let's assume that it was only affecting a small sliver of the population that was flying from outside but the spread has now crossed that the spread has now um, and who did it affect right it the people who could self isolate privileged people like me and you um who could afford to do work from home who had uh, you know who had jobs that allowed them to do work from home Right. uh they uh, you know they protected themselves and their their families early on the only ones who were forced to go to their daily jobs because they are paid on an hourly basis or they had to go to um their jobs where they would lose if they don't show up for work one day those are the kind of people who were most susceptible and the numbers in new york now make it clear that the community spread has reached those populations and so now i'll add something to that also even among the people who could work from home there are a lot of people who did not work from home yes. because like kya hone wala hai right yes. so that also is like you have to be prudent about this guys we cannot and i'm pardon my language but we cannot be moronic or idiotic about this because yes but i the reason i was mentioning that other point was because a lot of people are saying this is elite disease right so it's not going to come to our home but think about it these same elites they also shop whoever those supposed elites are they also shop in the same grocery stores in the same medical shops they go to the same um, joints and all of the people working in those grocery stores and those medical shops are the ones who are paid on an hourly basis who cannot afford to work from home or not show up to work in order to protect themselves to social distancing this But is where government initiatives become extremely important right this is where the point this 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 spread from whoever was the carrier bringing in in it from foreign countries say let's say that was population a spread controlling the spread from population a to population b which was um which cannot afford to do self quarantine was the job of the government controlling that spread that transfer and that is where the the government of new york completely failed Ah, so when we talk about government, we are also going to talk about WHO. I I just wrote a piece. I was so angry at WHO. So we'll 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 talk about that um, yeah. uh, a little later. And for people who do not know who uh, P. Sainath is, go read what Manu Joseph has to say about P. Sainath first, and then read P. Sainath. And I'm I'm guaranteeing you every single thing that Manu has said about P. Sainath is absolutely hilarious. And I have disagreements with both of them on many things. But do read that. So moving to India, right? Um, in india it's it's a completely different situation so in india the lockdown has happened there is some spread um uh, uh, thanks to the tablighi jamal what was uh, 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 about uh, increasing in 100 now has increased in 200s today because of the yeah. tablighi jamaat conference that happened in delhi and 150 people are i think quarantined in in the hazrat nizamuddin area or 150 or maybe more and um, and um, i i i forget um, some prakash from it's not smita prakash but the other prakash from me and i actually put it very nicely that you feel bad for the medical professionals who have to go and attend to these people because these idiots did not use their brains and actually went for the conference in spite of the lockdown measures in place now i am not not i am more worried about the police how about medical professionals yeah. yeah. 
there is a whole system that has to look after uh, them na so um, let's 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 start with what happened in india so about 5 days ago prime minister narendra modi uh, uh, announced the lockdown um since then the essential services have been available there have been a few hiccups let's not deny that um in in grocery availability and stuff like that because there was some miscommunication i think that is being solved but ultimately for the greater i mean i hate to use this phrase but for the greater safety of the community this had to be done i mean you have See, seen this is where this is where it's very very important that's why i think we we spread a spent a good amount of time uh looking at new york and this is where this com- this scenario um should be compared against india and incidentally you know two things happened back on back first this this nightmare at grand central <laughs> that unfolded in my life and the second thing happened kanika kapoor <laughs> went and started spreading the virus in my neighbor literally the neighborhood she was living in was 300 meters away from my ancestral home you can, so you she can, gave me a heart attack and why, why one of another reasons why neha is on the podcast is she works in the same building where the spread was happening in uh, new york and one of the biggest stories that happened in lucknow and right now in up she's from that place so you are yes. at a strange intersectionality of that uh, uh, yeah. sort of weird i'm not sure that's a place you want to be i'm pretty sure that's a place you don't want to be absolutely so if you think about it adit the first super spreader uh, the office of the first super spreader was probably less than half a kilometer away from my office and the first super spreader in india potential super spreader because no potential super spreader or a super spreader scare that we got in india uh, which was kanika kapoor was half a kilometer away from my ancestral home in in india so i had like two giant scares <laughs> but i can compare the um, I, but it puts me in a unique position where i can compare the responses you know so i told you like the when the grand central case happened in, like people were like roaming around and going to carts and you know as if like nothing has happened everything is cool up even after the lockdown was announced nothing was you know people were roaming in central park there were images coming from dc where people were going to see the um, uh, the cherry blossom festival it is oh god <laughs> yes they actually there was pictures oh, of cherry blossom those on audio i wish you could see how my eyes almost popped out of their sockets because so, cherry is in a very small area you cannot yes. be socially distant even if you wanted to yes so you have to like i think like the the recommended distance is around 6 feet uh, between people and the real distance in cherry blossom blossom festival is barely like half a foot so that 6 inches so yeah so that was so that happened but if you compare that with the kanika kapoor case now i'll tell you the timeline of this is how it happened i woke up in the morning i checked twitter and from my bed and i saw kanika kapoor spreads in uh, spreads coronavirus in lucknow so so i get by the time i click on the news article to read the details i i am thinking in my head okay maybe this is in you know one of those um uh, posh parts of lucknow and you know uh, maybe it wouldn't have it wouldn't be near my family and now it's it's going on in my head is like okay there are two relatives who live in that posh part uh but they the likelihood of them interacting with kanika they don't have like the same social circles so maybe they'll be safe then i click on it and she is like 300 kilometers away from my uh, ancestral home and yeah. i am like all the sorry 300 meters you mean 300 meters yeah yeah walking distance yes so it's so i am looking at is like of all the freaking buildings in lucknow you had to live in that one <laughs> and and let me paint a picture of this as if it's not clear enough my uh, ancestral home is one of the older parts of lucknow so it's not a planned area it's not a very well planned area it's a haphazard tier 2 city area and that building is one of the posher uh, buildings that has come up the front of which opens in a relatively nicer uh, area with parks and such and the back of it opens in a market and that market is the kind of market where if you are carrying too many bags in your hands you might have to you know tilt yourself to pass through the space that is available it is one of those markets where your shoulders rub against the people uh, who are passing 
impossible to have social indis- i mean distancing yeah this is this is not a play this forget social distancing no kind of distancing is possible here <laughs> cars cannot pass on those roads this yeah. is the kind of and i'm thinking what you are talking about because in ahmedabad there is an old city walled city area the old city is very similar where there is barely any space between the markets and stuff yeah so this is called dandaya bazar and it is um, it is blocked it is like a very long road that is on both ends there is a, a two giant roads that pass through it so it's like a intersection of sorts um and th- that building where kanika kapoor was opens here so the chances that her maid comes over here that her you know uh, that her, her household workers shop from those markets is is extremely high even let's assume that if her, if her family were to posh to uh, venture in those markets or at least the in her vicinity whichever were the workers yeah, were doing of reaction yeah on top of that then i read that she also went to two beauty parlors because why not because why won't you let the person touch your face and do a facial <laughs> right <laughs> it's like why not i am not uh, like okay and then she goes to the some kaya clinic or whatever and spends two hours there and then she goes to three parties and the only reason we found out this detailed history was because she also hung out with all the posh and elite people who were scared um otherwise we probably wouldn't have found out at least the ordinary people wouldn't have found out these details but but again so i am Yeah. I, I, I want to stress a point here that here it is very possible for you to be a super spreader just by being an idiot and yes. not following this, and that's what scares me a lot about India. So moving a little bit forward from Kanika Kapoor to what we have seen in in India right now. No, no, no. I want to clarify one one point here. Once this Kanika Kapoor thing happened, and I and I um, read this, you know, my heart is like going out of the world because like I live in a joint. I live grew up in a joint family, and so there are at least five or six families in the same, you know. building where my house is and we are and he, here she is like 300 kilo uh, 300 meters away from my fa- family and i'm thinking of all my nieces and i'm thinking of all the old people who have you know diseases that whose immunity is low and i'm freaking out big time so i have like i start calling whoever will pick up my phone in that entire uh, in my family and then they then i call her them up and i am probably more freaked out than they are Uh, and as like what is happening what is happening and then they are like neha don't worry uh, they have what before twitter uh, or anything i found anything on twitter this was what they told me that they have imposed a curfew on the entire area we are not allowed uh, to step out of the house like this was not your regular are 144 laga hua hai wala curfew this was like a real curfew military level curfew where uh, if you were found roaming on the loitering on the streets the police wala will you know uh, chase you down and ask you why are you out so that level curfew was there um the the government started announcing through that those loudspeaker thingies that you have to stay inside your homes uh because we are doing something um like whatever details they were giving out at the time and then they started then i heard later in the evening i heard that they had sanitized the entire roads the end imagine the market i'm talking about this is a market where at least a uh, 100 to 200 vendors sit on a daily basis these are farmers who come from their farms and sell their own vegetables like they set up on the ground and in, in a the thela and they sell their vegetables these is the, this is the area they sanitized for hours and after that they deployed thermal scanners i couldn't believe my ears like they employed thermal scanners because they were not sure that people would be self reporting that they are uh, experiencing symptoms so, so they actually the proactiveness that neha was talking about that she saw yes. and I, if you compare this with new york and i'm like what <laughs> just that i will I, i would like to add in ahmedabad in bangalore in chennai a lot of places people from outside of india have come and they the a municipal corporation actually has gone to their address wherever they stayed they're going they'll ask them you know they'll take the temperature and everything they'll give them a kit with hand sanitizer wipes and stuff like that and said that if you run out in 3 days give us a call we'll come back and refill the kit we yes. stay here please stay quarantine they will put a letter saying this person has to be quarantined in case that person has tested positive for covid so this is so one case of karina uh, not karina kapoor that other kapoor karika kapoor uh, she one case for her and they then i later on learned that they had actually put 5 mile radius in a curfew 
Wow. It was not just that one market that they had shut down. They had put uh, like the the radius that I know because I'm from Lucknow. The radius was very vast, and there were at least three major markets that were shut down because of that, and several smaller markets. And again, the reason why they are because every bar if it falls, so India is Absolutely. very difficult. Absolutely. Of course, the uh, it has affected the daily laborers. It has affected daily wage earners. The government has uh, announced a package, a relief package. There are state governments that are feeding them on a daily basis, taking care of them. Yet you have seen scenes near the Delhi-UP border, which are quite disturbing. Um, yeah. uh, unfortunately, you have international agencies like CNN who still cannot do math, who says that 74 million people are there, and they call it one sixth of India's population. I, I don't know where where that logic comes. from but regardless even if it's 1 10000 or 7 million it's it's a, it's, a, it's a tragedy um, the real question is misinformation why is there misinformation being circulated i cannot tell you some of my cousins who's there there have household helps they tell me that on whatsapp absolute rubbish and fear mongering is circulated fear mongering stuff is circulated and they are actually taking this stuff from the cities where they potentially could be affected to villages that have been insulated so that proves to be a huge huge danger and a nightmare healthcare nightmare so what are you you touched on several points and we need to elaborate on a couple of them so first first very important point you made was that once it has spread it gets out of control and nothing can be a better example than new york right now Right, you or oh, if you look at the timeline of this, the dilly dallying or the lethargy that we're talking about, it's not like they were wasting months or something. This all of this unfolded in front of our eyes in the last three weeks. It was just a delay of three weeks, right? And given our the the history that we have seen of proactiveness of governments, three weeks is nothing. Three weeks is a sneeze. Three weeks is the time they think of drafting a proposal. <laughs> or even thinking about drafting a proposal is the time your three weeks yeah and then you draft a proposal then it goes to multiple layers of bureaucracy then it goes to the government and then it goes and then it several rounds of debates happen which can take up to years so in public policy timelines we are the three weeks is nothing right but in that three weeks just because the government was delayed and it was relatively proactive as compared to other states even then in just because we were delayed by 3 weeks we are seeing 60000 cases just in new york yesterday one of my friends uh, shared a statistic which was mind boggling the number of deaths that happened in new york city yesterday was it can roughly be said that one person died every 5 minutes process that right one person was dying in new york city not the state new york city one city in the entire country one person was dying every 5 minutes and then people then people on you know social media they show up with array statistics wise the uh, fatality rate is only with 0.2% or whatever like how can you hide behind statistics look at the number of and who is dying is also important this is not just random 0.2% right this is the most vulnerable population that you are basically condemning to death because you are too stupid to actually stay at home so just be, you took an unnecessary risk you went out and you exposed yourself yes you may you are fit and fine and you may you are healthy you may actually come back and recover from this but what about your grandmother your mother all these people who are above 60 who have other uh, uh, comorbidity diseases who have, and especially in indian populations look think about the number of old people who have diabetes diabetes is one of those comorbidities diseases that are people are said to be at high risk then you have heart issues if you combine diabetes and heart issue patients lack of immunity if when you across a certain age you just your immune yeah. doesn't fight back the same way like you did when you were 25 yes so but so who are you condemning because you at 25 years of age are fit and fine and you're too stupid you went out and had a corona freaking party and then you came back and you condemned your grandmother to death yeah, that is the that that is the risk factor that a lot of people are not understanding and it's not a disease like plague where you go out and you come back and immediately either you're sick or dead 
that's not what's happening here right like you can be a not asymptomatic carrier for two weeks that's what makes this disease so dangerous so yesterday we had these visuals uh like they in the past two days this weekend was harrowing for me because yet another massive nightmare unfolded in lucknow lucknow in the up delhi border as you mentioned um and we saw visuals of thousands of people being dumped on the highway at the up border and all of these are poor migrant laborers right now people said what is there to be worried about it's not like they were hanging with foreign return people right but again people don't understand how community spread works already they found one case in delhi which was from a mahalla clinic yeah um mahalla clinic is not does not cater to high fly high flyers metro how do you know i mean you know there is just no way of knowing and then if you think about the population that comes to north india from middle eastern countries where also the spread is pretty high so you have that is not the high flyer rich elite population that is happened in kerala in kerala a lot of people who've come out come from the middle east and you know things happened maybe from other countries too from china also i think one of the ministers came from china and um, got the uh, the virus so um, yeah and these are so a minister is a different social class right but the people who are coming back from middle east are the uh, you know uh, lower lower to middle income class they are not the high flyer elites like kanika kapoor huh. so it's just because you don't hang out with kanika kapoor as people does not mean you are insulated because now we are seeing spread coming into lower socio economic status then you saw a case in mohalla clinics where one uh, patient gave it to the doctor and the doctor gave it to 100 more people right so you saw this happen in uh, albeit it was controlled agreed it didn't go out of hand or maybe we don't know if it went out of hand but whatever may be the scenario we had at least a, a sub, uh, like a, a small cluster that happened in delhi they tested everybody around them around the person and they figured out they tried figured out ways to control it but now this is one mohalla in delhi right if you think about the scale of this this is ridiculous some of those laborers who are returning now could have visited that same mohalla they may be asymptomatic carriers just because they are hanging around in such large groups they could be spreading it to other people now these see same migrants will go back to their villages and then give it to their village people and, and now this is where it becomes very very scary and this is exactly why what you said was absolutely true that while it was difficult right it was economically difficult no question that again we are we are not people who worry about our daily bread but there are people who have to earn daily in order to eat yeah. right i agree that the any kind of lock, economic lockdown is causing a lot of problems for for those people and the government is trying their best and struggling of course india is not perfect but the government is trying their best the up pop up has announced 1000 rupees uh, subsidy uh, for uh, the daily wage population uh, like the daily wage laborers the government is going to provide supplemental income uh, they are also announcing free rationing they are announcing free medicines to the extent possible for by the way new york another important uh, comparison here that a lot of articles that are writing such people that a lot of authors that are writing such articles are forgetting is that in new york testing was not free a lot of people who suspected that they could have been exposed did not go to the hospitals because they were worried how would they pay for the testing because they didn't have insurance so that in india it's free yes in india every single test is free absolutely that's that's phenomenal and and then tomorrow i think city of sugarland where i am based they are also doing uh, free testing but you know we are, we are getting slowly to the end of the podcast so finish your point and then i'm going to come to final points yeah ha huh. so finally one i'd say and there's a lot of uh, arguments being made that uh, india is not testing enough right so again you have to understand how a country like india can figure out whether community spread is happening or not this is physically impossible to test 1 billion people yeah right it will take ages yeah. by the time like the next disease would have come by the time we will finish testing every single person so the only the the way the statistical uh, uh, model that is that is being deployed is very very intelligent model first they are identifying first level carriers and they are find they are testing everybody in their vicinity so they are testing those clusters 
as we call it and then they are doing random cluster testing so what they're saying is if the disease is spreading and the we know we know the rate of spread if the disease is spreading then random clusters with with that we had not identified as having been connected to somebody with a travel history or at risk would also show us some positive cases and but none of those random tests the random uh, clusters have shown any test and and this is not to say that you know it's not happening you when you have a stupidity the inadvertent stupidity there is also the stupidity where this 1500 people went to delhi for this tablighi jamaat thing and 200 people have have tested positive so that is that is insanity and that should be avoided doesn't matter religion community wedding event koi bhi event ho aisa pagalpan mat karo you know uh, i got this wonderful meme uh, which said that you have one job to sit home and watch tv do not screw it up you just have to <laughs> no watch netflix and save the world yes that was the meme netflix and save the world it's you know it's it's completely crazy um, we have a lot more to discuss in india what's happening we'll, we'll maybe we'll have neha again to discuss more this this is not going to be resolved soon anytime soon but one thing we can make sure is india is doing the best it can in terms of, with the limited resources is, is has can it be better obviously no 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 it is actually doing better than countries with better resources so i'm saying so can it be better obviously but is it doing better than a lot of countries with resources absolutely and you know i just hope and pray that all of you guys you know stay home stay safe let us know write to us you know what what is your thing before you go i have to add this and we have to, we'll come to recommendations okay the who's conduct has been absolutely appalling they have been a channel i mean i, I don't want to say the entire who because there are some people doing great work but dr terros and his bad a bunch of merry men i mean there was this clip where the guy was asked about taiwan and he just walked away from the debate in the most weird fashion ever uh doctor no, no, no. i have to tell you something fun they published a report not who but uh, the lancet lancet is a very reputed science ah, journal yes they published a report saying that the any travel restrictions against people of china is racist ah matlab ha and 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 any unbelievable this was published in february february in january 14th who said preliminary things indicate that there is no issue now if you were going of chinese officials reports and if it was not reliable you should have said that this report is not reliable and if you find the findings of chinese officials reliable then you absolutely should be fired because you don't have the uh, concept of uh, you know discerning between what is data and you know what is propaganda and clearly the the guy who's leading who dr tedros there are numerous allegations of how he was you know elected and there are many 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 disturbing sort of conflicts of interest i mean i know that countries are not taking on because the workers of who are doing a stunning job but it is in the need of the hour that the world needs to step in and the credibility of who world health organization has to be restored this is simply not done they dropped the ball and massively so i'm doing a shameless plug but do read my piece i've actually given some instances on that and um, in about 24 hours mind is also going to publish a piece which actually with references which completely rebuts what you know um, the stands that they've taken now and what they have said before so do do read that but before i let you go neha we have people who are staying home we have to give them recommendations so what's your recommendation to watch read share for people oh um so watch so read actually i have a, a advanced not advanced copy but uh, it this book just came out um firekeepers of jwalapuram by vamsi juluri it's the second of the kishkinda chronicles i am deeply engrossed in this right now as uh, so it was literally sitting on my desk <laughs> i did not prepare for it beforehand uh, but it's been it's been amazing uh, i i really loved the story i loved the first part and we waited patiently waited for years for the second part to come back so that's the other one um in a tv shows um i am a true i like a cop show fan Yeah. Uh, of sorts but so i but i took a break a little bit and i uh, landed on something called outlander yeah. um it's a stars tv show it's it's very unique it's in its storyline um and it has it it basically goes around about a, a woman who accidentally touches uh, one of the you know stores with one of the stones where um the erstwhile witches used to practice their 
um, you know they had they had the 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 ritual they show is very similar to um the like it's like a um sankranti event they don't have a bonfire necessarily but they have people dancing around a fire um and it's in a circular manner like a lori almost ha huh. and it's on samayan day which is again um, the equinox um so it's very similar to that but this this lady she randomly lands up there and she ends up in a different time zone like in a different timeline 200 years from her current time Mm-hmm. and then the story unfolds from there it's it's a very interesting show i would uh, like i would highly recommend it thank you thank you for the recommendation yeah. not not safe for children though yeah <laughs> okay i'm glad you clarified that um <laughs> how we, we do have to clarify that archival especially in streaming world so i my i have three recommendations one is a book i may have said it before if i haven't i'm going to re- repeat it it's by it's a biography of rakesh maria who the probably the one man who seen two of the deadliest terrorist attacks that happened in india the 1993 mumbai blasts and 261 2008 uh, read it uh, uh, of course read it with a pinch of salt but do read it it's 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 a very interesting account um, uh, the second show is starring a guy that played rakesh maria in a movie called black friday that guy is kk menon uh, okay. he played the character of rakesh maria in anurag kashyap's uh, wonderful movie black friday but this one is um, a show called special ops it's uh, mohal joshi last week recommended it i happen to see it it's espionage it's a lot of fun and the third recommendation hot star okay ये कोई हमें पैसे नहीं देता वाई दस प्लेटफॉर्म बोलने के लिए season just dropped out last weekend so watch it don't tell me that you don't have time you have a lot of time and um, and i want to leave you guys with two very funny things i've seen one by a, a bunch of cops uh, who, who one by chennai cop i think he was wearing a, a helmet like a corona virus shaped thing cnn carried that she, and it was it was a genius idea second was a video that i saw where two guys came and then there was this song i ye aapka intezar tha the cops were doing it with an aarti ki thali aur yahan pe phool laga ke i mean they were looking embarrassed and it was a very beautiful it was almost like a rajkumari hiraniyas quake or rishikesh mukherjee was there was another one today this morning i saw uh, this one guy kept prank calling on one of the helpline numbers which have been given out for food distribution so if you're out of food you're supposed to call that number and they would bring you some rations um this guy kept calling and ordering samosas um so eventually the cops reached there took him out and make him clean the nali <laughs> so those are those are the then they gave him samosas <laughs> okay then they did give him samosas okay so we we live in very dangerous times uh there is a sort of a gloom that has descended over the world but we wanted to leave you guys with a bit of a smile because ultimately we have to keep our spirits up and pray that you know we limit the casualties wherever they are so stay safe people thank you so much neha for joining it was a pleasure Absolutely. please write to us with whatever you think if we completely rocked it or did we, we did not so um we'll be back next week with more maybe sooner than next week so uh take care guys and we'll be back soon thank you